Oh, I didn't even I didn't even check your levels, Jim. And I got to hold on. And I got to <clears throat> set us up on Facebook Live, so I'll be right back. <clears throat> My vitals. So, Jim, how was your week? What did his uh, dinner go late today? Whose dinner? Brad. No, I don't think oh. so. Usually, he's right on top of it. Yeah, he got a little riled up, Jim. We started talking about some political things, and you know, really, he gets a little hot under the collar. <laughs> We start talking about stupid people and stupid things they say and think, and it gets them all wound up. <laughs> <laughs> then he can't concentrate. You know how it goes. You've known him long enough. Uh, you should help him keep his, keep, keep his cool a little better. Yeah. You should try to keep him a little more even keeled. No, that's what the medication's for. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, didn't work? I, you know, actually, I think he might be talking about that. Oh, yeah, that's the drugs? Yeah, I might be talking about that, Jim. I sent him to my doctor. Because clearly that's working really well. Yes, my doctor does a good job. <laughs> my doctor does exactly what I tell her to. All right, so <laughs> I am trying to. I accidentally, like two weeks ago, Jim, I accidentally recorded the show for like nine hours. And I'm just trying to figure out how to delete it. I said, like, no, I can't turn it off. It's a little trash trash can icon. Well, it's it's a little it's it's like trying to delete stuff on the Zoom that I had I gave you, except yeah, yeah. for it doesn't have a delete button. It has yeah, to, I know. It's got a record, save, volume plus and minus, an SD slot. <laughs> you said slot, and uh, an on off switch. So music mode, voice mode, setting mode. Do I have to plug this into the oh. computer? <laughs> You're that? right over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer there. I guess I, I guess there's no backup, so we better do this on a on one take, Jim. So, well, you uh, have to call me one take, Jim. One take, Jim. <laughs> Some one take, Jim. The uh, so last week before we did the show, I was literally wailing and crying in a car on the way home from the doctor's. Because my because my anxiety has just been that bad for the last like month or so, and I finally got to a doctor, and they doubled my antidepressant. I and, love how your best friend laughs at all. I know, and then they <laughs> and they gave me a sedative. Uh, they gave me a sedative, <laughs> and again reinsured me re not reinsured me uh, reassured me that uh, I am very healthy and everything's going to be fine. So I, I want to be sedated. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Reinsuring him probably would have been a good idea yeah, too. Yeah. So, so I like I last week was rough, but this week I have drugs, Jim. And I so they I went to the I went to the pharmacy to pick up the sedative, right? And uh, essentially, it's just Benadryl, but it's sort of like cracked out. Um. So the guy goes, "All right, you're on 50 milligrams. It's a pretty good dose. So what I want you to do tonight is whether you need it or not, cut it in half and take a half of one." Um. Mm -hmm. To figure out how figure out how it's going to affect you because you know it doesn't it doesn't uh, it's not a narcotic or anything like that that's not a benzo so they're not worried about it uh, creating problems right so they're like just see how it goes and so me being me I just took one because I'm like I'm not going to split the stupid thing in half right took one it's still two o'clock in the morning I'm just laying in bed not going anywhere. So then I go upstairs, and you're you're able to take up to three if you need it. So you can take 150 milligrams of this 
hydroxyphene or something like that. Crap. And he told you to take 25. Right. You can take 150 if you need it. So like, you know, if I'm in a position where I'm wailing and gnashing my teeth as though someone died, I should probably take all three. But in this case, this is just to see how it goes. He doesn't is even do just, that when someone dies. Is yeah, this just to like help with your where you think you're physically like in trouble? You think you're dying or something, right? Yeah, That's what this yeah, is to help. Right. It's to help me not obsess over whether or not I'm having a heart attack irrationally. So if he I actually is, he'll sleep through it. <clears throat> Right. <laughs> I just don't get that. Dude. I mean, I know anxiety attacks are a thing that a lot of people go through. I just, yeah. I can't fathom like over and over and over again thinking that when it's not happening, you think you don't, you know, after well, the second time it, that it's not happening. And that's, that's the thing. That's what everyone has a hard time uh, wrapping their head around until you sort of view it in the light of it's part of, it's a manifestation of where I do have obsessive compulsive uh, tendencies, which mm. is I start to, uh, I start to obsess over whether or not I can breathe. I start to obsess over whether or not my heart rate is under control. I start to obsess over whether or not I'm having a heart attack or whether my blood pressure is right. Um, so, and those are all just like, they just jump in your brain, right? So anyways, I'm supposed to take one half of a pill. I take one because I, cause I'm, I'm like, well, a half isn't going to do anything anyways. And if I fall asleep, no big deal. Take one. It gets to be two o'clock in the morning. I'm still not going to sleep. I go upstairs and I take another one, right? Three seconds later, I'm gone, dude. Just gone. I woke up at six o'clock in the afternoon the following day. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. I went to bed about 2.30 in the morning and woke up at six o'clock in the afternoon. I just, I was asleep. I don't even know how, <laughs> like how, how many did you take? I took two. Okay. So I started with one and I ran with one. Like when I say that I took the first one, that was at like 10 o'clock. It got to be two o'clock in the morning and I'm still obviously not even really feeling drowsy or whatever. I'm supposed to be, whatever I'm supposed to be feeling, it's not happening. So I decide to go with a second one. That one just knocks me out cold until six o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe one and a half. Would it <laughs> I don't know. It's like, so I, at this point, four days into it now, I don't know that I, I even know what I'm supposed to take. So this isn't a sleeping pill. It's a sedative. Yeah, it's, I mean, right? it's yeah, it's related to Benadryl. It's it's not it's not very different from diphenhydramine. So it is kind of like a sleeping pill, right? Right. It's okay. just kind of slows you down, but it doesn't get you high or anything like that. And it does do the thing. You know, have you ever taken Benadryl and then the next day you just feel like like crap, just like ugh. No, I hate that feeling. Oh, that's bad. Did you just say no, Jim? I don't think I ever taken Benadryl ever. No. What's wrong with you? You don't have any, well, he doesn't have any allergies, and uh, I don't think you would ever have a problem. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have a problem getting on a plane, would you? Uh, You mean anxiety-wise? Yeah. No. Right. Yeah, see, uh, Jim just has no reason to ever take Benadryl. Sometimes I will, like... Uh, and you've got how many kids, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why he can have six kids, because he, he doesn't fret over anything. All right. Don't fret. Welcome back to Hypochondriac Radio, everybody. <laughs> the other, the other thing I noticed was that uh, how many, how many levels, including the basement, how many levels does your house have? Three, three. Okay, how many, how many turlets are in the house? One. No. Yeah. You have one toilet in the whole place. Yes. Oh man. Okay. And how many girls? Three, including my wife. Oh. Uh, so I. Or had- if you include me. <laughs> So I, 
most of the time that I've I've lived, whether it's an apartment or a townhouse or a house, there's at least two toilets. Mm -hmm. um, like I used to live off of Park Avenue. Turlet. There was a turlet. There was a half bath. Downst Fancy. Yeah, I know. There's a half bath <laughs> downstairs. Powder uh, room. By the, uh, there was a half bath downstairs by the kitchen and then upstairs. At that house, the upstairs toilet was always the problem. At this house, the downstairs toilet is the, always the problem. And what I mean by a problem, it, I don't know, you're not going to, I guess you don't relate to this, but when in every house, there's always, if there's multiple toilets, there's always one that acts up. So there's this toilet here, downstairs, that without being used will regurgitate feces and, Ugh. Ugh. like, it'll just bring up stuff. I, <laughs> I woke up in the morning, I woke up the other morning and uh, I asked, I asked my brother. I said, "What did you do in here, dude?" He's like, "I have not used that bathroom in three days." I said, "Well, I didn't use it last. I didn't use it yesterday because I was asleep until six o'clock in the afternoon." And there's like, um, you know, when you have a clogged toilet and then you clear it out, but you haven't actually cleaned it out yet. So there's all the, uh, there's, yeah, there's the remnants yep. along the edges and stuff. Yep. That's what it looked like. It's like like somebody had filled it <laughs> and then it rained on its own without actually being attended to, right? I'm like, what the? I was like, what happened down here? He's like, dude, I haven't used it. You haven't used it. Nobody's been down here. I was like, this is crazy. And that's happened multiple times. I remember uh, <laughs> he was getting yelled at. He was getting yelled at by uh, by his parents for for making a mess <laughs> down there. And I had to step in and be like, dude, he, we haven't, nobody's used that toilet. I think it might be one of his parents that's been using it. <laughs> Present company not included. Oh, no. Right. Yeah, it's just a disaster, dude. So, I, like, there's a random chance that you wake up in the morning, you you check the downstairs bathroom, and there's a project to take care of. Mm. And you've, so, had the, you've had this everywhere you live? Everywhere. Maybe you're the problem. No. Corey, yeah, was, definitely. Corey was the problem by Park <laughs> Avenue, and he'll gladly accept that. Ugh. And what were you going to say, Jim? Well, so, like, my parents have two toilets. And the second one was like is hardly ever used. I, I mm -hmm. never really was when we were in the house. The kids and stuff were never. It, the second one hardly was ever used. Um, but I don't remember one of them always being in the fritz, unless it's because one of them was never used. Did you guys like, have a house rule like you? This is not the dump. You are not allowed to dump in this toilet. No. Yeah. See, everywhere I've lived, there's a you're not allowed to dump in this toilet toilet maybe you should dump in both of them well get this story, maybe that's Jim. the problem the one upstairs yeah. the one upstairs we had to specifically buy because the salesman told us that this toilet could flush 12 <laughs> golf balls <laughs> all at one time and i told my husband i was like i still i'm not falling for it it's still not gonna <clears throat> flush the crap in our house it's still i love not most so I mean, ball, golf balls, I mean, only one at a time can go down the, the hole. So right. that's not a real great statement. I mean, they're going to take turns going down. Oh, it was right on the box. 12 golf balls, Jim. Yeah, that's an, I was just going to say, Jim, that's an interesting standard measurement of volume that they're using there. It's like, But even so, like, it's not like they're all going down at once. There's right. one. I mean, the pipe's only so big. So right. that's not a great, like, endorsement. Yeah. Well, it's a thing, trust me. It's and you know what? It certainly it's, doesn't it's also have, a lie. It certainly doesn't have the same viscosity. <laughs> yes, right. Previously on Broken Link Radio. Against all the evil that hell can conjure, all the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send unto them only Gabe.
Gabe. Gabe. Howdy. He's eating a banana. <laughs> Howdy. You know that the the angel <laughs> thing, partner. the angel thing is your cue to say <laughs> hi, right? Wait, yeah, great googly move. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get you going. I was waiting for you to finish that off, dude. dude. Oh man. Oh, who are the chefs? Great googly move. <laughs> we've we've gone to narrow casting to such a high degree right now, dude. I know you're going to bed or should be in bed. But I don't care. You have to see this video. Moderately, moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio. Uh, Jim, what's going on, man? What's a going on? And I'm Bradley, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Bradley Baker, and uh, Norm is here. I, be- I'm feeling marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Norm is here because Gabe is not. Um, but I'm turning her microphone off right now. Norm is. Yeah, see, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gone. Uh, there she goes. All right, what were we gonna say? I was gonna say. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> So without Gabe, we're going to have to do Norma's news and nonsense, which would be like, I was thinking about it last night. It's N cubed or N3 or 3XN. Which one would you want to go for? I don't care as long as the N is backwards. Oh, yeah. That's that's key. <laughs> Three N sideways. Slightly th- askew. <laughs> A 45 degree angle and backwards. Yeah. <clears throat> See, she's still... And comic she's- sans fine. <laughs> now... No, she agreed to be on the show as the news person, and I told her that she I would put her over there like Rob Spiewak, where she'd have to speak up from the background, oh. you know? But she doesn't get it, so she keeps talking. There you go. There you go. That's how, see, that's how that works. There you go. She, she reluctantly agreed. <laughs> right. Not understanding who Rob Spiewak was or what that role is. So... Uh. A little bit of a, a little bit of a uh, technical issue trying to get the show started today, uh, which is great because last week might have been one of my favorite technical issues we've ever had with uh, Gabe's lag. That was awesome. Technical. Technical. He's also technical. But uh, I was talking to you while we were trying to test out some of the sound, Jim, and uh, I know you are super excited about this. But uh, baseball is back on television. But don't worry, I'm not going to talk to you about baseball. I'm going to talk to you about... No, I know you're not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to talk to you about a specific commercial that came on during the baseball games that I thought was kind of odd. So I know that because of your technical problems right now, technical, uh, because of your issues right now, you may not be able to speak while this commercial is playing, but you're going to want to lay out for this one anyways. Agreed. To the average insurance company, small businesses look the same. Let me know if you've heard this before, though. But because Hiscox has spent decades insuring small businesses, it sees each of them is as unique as a strand of DNA or a fingerprint (coughs) with their own unique needs and challenges. That's why America's number one online business insurer tailors its policies to each small business's very specific needs and yours. Hiscox, business insurance (laughs) experts. Have you ever heard of the insurance company Hiscox, Jim? I have not. So you've never dealt with Hiscox? 
No. You've never dabbled in his cocks? No. You've never heard of his <laughs> So I'm watching the baseball game and this commercial comes out of nowhere. So it's funny because it's an insurance company and they're talking about their long heritage and lineage of whatever. And it's like, how have, <clears throat> how have I never heard of a company like this? And after what, 50, 75, 110 years, nobody's ever said, hey, maybe it's time for a good old fashioned rebrand. Well, maybe they have been rebranded. Maybe that's why you've, you're just now hearing of them. <laughs> oh, that's, I would love to be in there on that board meeting. It's like, it's like guys, <laughs> I we, feel like this has happened before with companies where they, they're like, ah, 200 years, 100 years in the business. And I'm like, I've never heard of you people. Right. Yeah, Maybe we, it's regional and they're just like expanding this part of the country. Yeah. And it's always insurance companies too. It's like farmer's insurance. Like we've been in business for 178 right. years. And you're like, well, I've never heard of farmer's insurance until 2010. Right. Me too. Uh, but, but it was just so funny. It was like one of those things that just strikes you so far out of left field. It's like, there's a company named Hiscocks out there and they are just like, yeah, we're going to put that commercial out there. As if we've been here all along. Yeah. <laughs> his cocks never left. No. Jim, his cocks has always been there for you. The it other will th- always be there for you. <laughs> the other thing I found, uh, <clears throat> I texted you the other day about this. <clears throat> what? What's that? They're known for their longevity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got a long history. They're... <laughs> They don't measure up. <laughs> they've got, <laughs> they've got solid, solid financials. <laughs> um, the other thing I found uh, while I was carousing and, and browsing around online was uh, I found a game, a video game that a DOS video game that is near and dear to our hearts. Because uh, uh, I remember we were talking about golf games, golf, golf. Um, and we always, you, you refer to it more often than I do on the show by saying, uh, looks like you hit the tree show or, uh, <laughs> uh, by my vantage point, it looks safely on the fairway. In the fairway. <laughs> and absolutely marvelous. Putt. <laughs> absolutely marvelous. Uh, there's a couple really great sound effects from this game. And what's interesting about this game is that it came out in 1989 for DOS and it doesn't run on a sound card. It runs on PC speaker noise. So just that little PC speaker back in the day that would just go bleep, 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 and make annoying, uh, make annoying noises. Did you ever play yeah. Wolfenstein 3D with the PC speaker? Wolfenstein. I used to play everything with the PC. Speaker, oh man! Like, before I uh, went in there and, and fixed things up on my computer, <laughs> probably a solid year, oh, two man. years. The 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 game moved so fast for like a 386 or 486 back in the day. That those PC speaker noises used to like stack up on top of each other, so the whole game would be like. <laughs> but this this game somehow modulated the PC speaker noises at such a high refresh rate that you would get these almost real sounding sound effects. And so, me being poor back in the day and playing ten year old, five year like ten or five year old games on my DOS computer. I was fascinated by this game. So here is world-class leaderboard and it's got amazing sound effects on it. It used to load, it used to load the trees in one at a time. That was awesome. Here we go. From my vantage point, it looks safely in the fairway. (laughs) The game sounds so good. (laughs) Dude, I used to play the mess out of this game. Yeah, this game was great. 
Did you Super ever, easy. Did you ever figure out the uh, course editor in World Class Leaderboard? Because it had a course editor, but I could never f- understand what was happening. Oh, <laughs> I don't think I ever tried it. Too happy about that. <laughs> that's what, I think that's my favorite sound effect. Ooh, can't be too happy. Can't be too happy about that one. And also, I don't remember if you... I don't remember if this is uh, because of the differences on our PC speakers, but the line is actually looks like he hit the tree, Jim. Oh. <laughs> what do we think about this, Joe? Can't be too happy about I, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I, up until a week ago, I could have sworn to you with a gun to my head that it was looks like he hit the tree, Joe. Can't remember. I like the. Uh, I like the. Palm trees mixed with the deciduous trees. Yeah, the deciduous forest and the uh, the palm trees. <clears throat> Although they do put they do put uh, evergreen trees out in Scottsdale. This is the Gauntlet Country Club. No doubt about it. That's <laughs> deep in the sand trap. Yeah, you might have played this game more than I did. Didn't I give you this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this game rules. <laughs> I love this game. It's like super. It's, it's it's not super easy. My but point, it looks safely in the fairway. It's like a souped-up version of the NES golf game. Like it just works better than the NES golf game. I think there's a win there's a win gauge, but I don't think there's a win factor in the game. Really? I just I, thought, I just realized that. Yeah, it does tell you where the wind's going, but it doesn't tell you how fast the wind is. I also appreciated the putting because putting <laughs> You got a birdie. Absolutely marvelous putt. There it I is. <laughs> I can't hear what did you say? Oh, that was he just did the quote that you like, the absolutely marvelous putt. Yeah. He hit it he hit a birdie and he's like, absolutely marvelous putt. Well, I heard you you started talking about the putting game and I you cut out, but the putting game is putting game south. The way that it's set up. Oh my god, stop. Yeah. I, I I miss that game. I'm thinking about just trying to play it on DOS box here in a little bit. It's because like it's a good it's a good golf game. Like it doesn't matter how old it is, you know. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking, I was just remembering, like I couldn't believe how how that, like I still don't quite understand how they got that PC speaker to make noises like that. It's a magic game. It's a. Ma- I don't know. I mean, it, I I don't think it was that much different than. Am I wrong about that? That than a PC speaker game usually is. Well, like, but when, so for instance, if you saw the SS soldier in Wolfenstein, they didn't say, they would just go, you know? Yeah. So like you had to, you had to have a sound blaster in order to get like actual sound effects. That's true. And I didn't have a sound. Can you imagine hooking up a sound blaster to a 386? Like, what would be the point? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I forgot about that. The the PC stud. That was bad. People so, don't appreciate anything today. Like, no, the stuff you everything's just a given. I think about that all the time. I'm like, man, this computer comes with a sound card. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking this phone I've got like somehow it's got like a miniature sound card in it. I know. And then kids these days, they go on uh, they go on Metacritic and review bomb a game because it's it's sold on the Epic Game Store instead of Steam. And they're like, boo, <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> Did you see that they changed it to where in order to make in order to put a review down on Metacritic, you have to have played the game for a certain amount of time now? 
Oh, really? Yeah, to combat the the jagaloons that are just like, oh, I don't. I I remember, like my like I will I will see videos on my YouTube like recommended feed that'll say watch this video and it's about a kid on YouTube complaining that there's not the they don't like the new update for Call of Duty and it's like back in my day games didn't get updates. You bought and the you game. For yeah, you, you got the you bought the game, and if it worked, it worked, and if it didn't, it was your fault. You you had to figure out how to get your CMOS set up and your your, your system dot any and your config dot sys, <laughs> or you had to get them from your friend on about eight floppy disks. Right, right, yeah. But even then, there was no guarantee because just because it worked on, you know, someone else's computer, you right, they might already know what they're doing. <clears throat> so it's really funny when I see people are like. Oh man, this this new update for Splatoon Two has broken the game, and it's like, dude, there's people still working on a game they made three years ago. That right. didn't that didn't happen. That didn't happen back in the day. I remember all I wanted to do was to get uh, Starfleet Arcade, uh, Starfleet Academy to work on my computer. So I was like, it would be so cool to fly the Enterprise in three dimensions. That would be <laughs> awesome. It's all I want. And, yeah, I'll be happy forever. And then these, th- there's like people that make careers on YouTube that are like, "Man, this game's got too many nerfs on it, and I right. want to. Ha- I want my class to be buffed." Uh, uh. <laughs> Try like four levels of shareware playing that over and over and over. Again. <laughs> Did uh, what was your favorite shareware game? Oh, as in like a shareware game that you never got, like you just played the shareware version. Yeah. Oh. Uh. I had to think about that. <clears throat> I really liked Epic Pinball as a shareware game. I never had the full version, but I really enjoyed Epic Pinball. I thought that was awesome. So I had, I mean, I had Doom <clears throat> shareware for a long, long time before I had the full version. Right. And it was just episode one that I played over and over, like hundreds of times. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That Doom shareware, I think is, is ubiquitous with shareware. The, uh, the Duke, not Duke Nukem one, but Duke Nukem two shareware was pretty awesome. I don't think I've ever bought a share, like it bought a game. Like, I think I always bummed them off friends. <laughs> I used to every, like every used- full version I had was was stolen. But um, <laughs> a lot of times I get like the seven floppy disks and I get through six of them and then I'd have an error on the last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to like when Brad used to bring home games from you on floppy disk and then he tried to install them on our computer, which was not even close to what you had. And he'd crash the whole thing. Yeah. And I'd want to kill him. <laughs> <clears throat> or or I would have because you back in the old days you used to have to span a WinZip file over a series of floppy disks. Oh yeah, and that that's what you're talking about. It's like you get to like the seventh disk and it's like nah, bro, nah, you're gonna have <laughs> right. to you're gonna have to go back. <clears throat> I remember when I was younger, I just didn't understand that floppy disks could eventually entropy. Like floppy disks are not a a permanent storage right uh, medium. You know, so I had a friend who. Uh- recently maybe in the last five six years tried to like store the majority of her audio collection on a thumb drive uh-huh i'm like that's never you, you gotta back it up you gotta put it somewhere else it's not gonna right know, one day it's gonna do something and mm-hmm. yeah i was right yeah especially because people don't realize that on windows you have to eject eject you have eject. to you have to eject your uh your thumb drive otherwise it'll just like short out or just freak out and be like never work again it's like sorry it's yeah. not for, not formatted for this yeah uh, i heard computer. that i heard that like i mean i know what i've always known the ejecting was there and like back in the day i used to use it all the time and then i stopped forever uh-huh and then i recently heard someone talking about it. i'm like 
What's the worst that could happen? I mean, <laughs> I've never I mean, I doubt that. anybody really does that all the time. I do, do. I do now because I used to be on the other side of the fence. Like that's ridiculous, you know. Like the whole purpose of something convenient like USB is to plug it in and yank it out. Yeah, no big deal. And then uh, I was working on a project uh, at work, and I brought the damn thing to work, and then I plugged it in, and it's like no, just completely dead thumb drive. Ugh. No oh, way wow. to recover the information. Just I was like, oh, dude. So now I'm extremely paranoid. If it's something like a controller or uh, like a peripheral, I'll yeah, I'll just yank it out. But if it's storage, there's something about storage that it needs to be properly ejected, Jim. <laughs> you need to properly. Well, here's the thing: they need to change the terminology because saying eject it, I can eject it by myself physically, no problem. Right. So they need to change that word to like process. I don't know what the word would disengage. Be, but- yeah, your USB thumbstick no problem from the computer. I don't know. <laughs> Mom's whispering. <laughs> I'm wondering what that is. Anybody else hearing that liquid noise? It's the. Uh, it's the. I think it's me. It's, I think it might be me eating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, are you talking also, about this? No, but it's no, yes. What is? No, I'm talking about what he's doing. <laughs> you're. You're. Also, I swear it's a Slim Jim rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you're busted. You You're busted. I've got it oh off my to the goodness. side. Are you eating on the show, Jim? Yes, he is. Oh, that's the number I one. I did rule. last week too. You didn't hear that? Oh, yes, I did. We, I just was being polite and I didn't freak we, out about it. We talked about it Thursday. <laughs> he actually did freak out facially, but not verbally. Yeah, I was kind of. <laughs> that's actually why I had to go to the doctor and get new drugs. <laughs> last week I enjoyed a teriyaki flavored Slim Jim. Dude, no! And right now it's a buffalo oh, one. Those buffaloes, all right. The teriyaki one is the worst, man. I like how he says, oh. "I think it might be me." <laughs> no, but also, but it's like this thing is like thinner than like anything, and I can't believe it's making any noise at all. Yeah, well, that's actually the higher frequencies get picked up easier. That's the thing about microphones. Depending, Your mom gets picked up easier. Whoa, got him! <laughs> hey, hey. Um. So. With the uh, with the USB sticks, I am unfortunately I'm the overly cautious person that now goes and clicks on the little thing. And also, why do they make it so difficult yeah. on Windows? It's that little dumb arrow. You have to go to the dumb arrow, and you have to come over here, and then you have to right click to eject it. I'm sure there's Mac people listening that are like, huh, on a Mac, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> on a Mac, we don't even use some drives. We just think things, and they appear on our computer. <laughs> <laughs> Mac is perfect, and Steve Jobs was a prophet. The uh, but Windows did piss me off, and I was going to tell you about that, um, because it might play into some of our difficulties with Gabe over the last couple of weeks. Okay. So I was going to tell you about that, but uh, we are going to have. We also need to talk to David because David was the person responsible for putting together our guest the crime game. David. And, and you had some questions about whether or not he had actually ripped off the other podcast. So, right. so we got to get to the bottom of that. Figure out if he set us up for failure or whether or not uh, whether or not he got ripped off. It's so I did some digging and I wasn't. I'm still not entirely sure as to whether or not uh, they ever did that bit before us. But it's certainly on that 500th episode of theirs. Is that 500th? 500th? Well, 500th <laughs> still works, right? No, 500. Yeah, it's the 500th. You can yeah. still do that. I wouldn't. I didn't mean to say that, but you, I think you could still get away with it, Jim. You're no the way. Ah! self justification. Jim's, Jim's the grammar arbiter. 
So on the 500th episode, they, it's so strange to me that they did exactly the bit, though. Wasn't even yeah. n- almost no variation other than the fact that they had more people on the show. And then the conclusions they came up with, too. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. <laughs> either this is creepy parallel thinking or we got ripped off or we ripped off somebody else. Innocently. Well, no, because we, David well, might have ripped them off and then us not knowing that he ripped them off. That's what we're trying to figure out. He would never have done that. <laughs> so, we'll uh, yeah. So we're doing coming up next is the Inquisition of David and we're going to we're going to get to the bottom of it. Second segment on Broken Link Radio and uh, Jim, we're going to figure out, we're going to get to the bottom of what's been going on with our bits being stolen. Um, but before we do that, we need everyone to understand that this this Patreon thing is what is what pays the bills around here. Just so you know, we need you to give us money for doing the show because we're that good. And that's Please. extremely important to our business model because we have no other way of making any money. <laughs> And to our self-esteem. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, I've decided, Jim, that it's really our fault when it comes down to it because we haven't been pushing it as an important part of the show during the show. I have a little bit of a mention by the voiceover guy before the fourth segment every show, but other than that, I just sort of let it hang, you know? So, today we're just going to get, we're going to do what we do best, and we're going to promote by doing it on the show. So, I've got, uh, I've got some commercials written out for you. And uh, we're going to let everyone know when, where, and how to sign up for Patreon to get this thing moving in the best direction. Okay? Okay. All right. I think yours is up first. Yeah. Uh, are you sure these are in the right copy, though? This is written for me? Yeah, this is, this is your copy. Uh, and these are the commercials that I think are gonna, really going to get the message out there that people need to sign up for uh, our Patreon on uh, our, our Broken Link Radio Patreon. It's extremely important. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You want me to give you a countdown? Sure, that sounds good. Three, two, one. So this guy I was dating seemed to have it all. Good lucks, a real great job, a cute laugh, and oh, his huge uh, smile. That's right. I really was into his enormous smile. <laughs> But the truth of the matter is, that smile that started the laugh ended with bad breath. It seemed the one thing he didn't have was a Patreon subscription to Broken Link Radio on Patreon.com. If only, and to think, I was so close to happiness for the rest of my life. (laughs) See, that's a good commercial, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, you can't be involved with another man that doesn't have a subscription to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to Broken Link Radio on Patreon.com. No, you'd be a laughing stock. <clears throat> oh, man. My computer is so far away for me to read this copy. It's ridiculous. All right, go ahead and give me a countdown, Jim. All right. In three, two, one. I'm a t-shirt and jeans guy. Never spent a lot on clothes or soap, for that matter. So I met a girl... She's got some mental problems, so she has no idea about the whole not showering thing. She doesn't mind that I'm a t-shirt and guy, t-shirt and jeans guy either. Uh, we decide to get married. Well, she threatened me that if I didn't. Uh, well, anyway, she's a bitch, but I love her anyways. Now I need a tuxedo, right? 
I go big time. I decide not to rent. I buy. It's worth it. I look great. Even if I'm still a little stinky. Not only did I buy a tux, but I also went to patreon.com backslash broken link radio. Now I'm a vermin and a scumbag at the same time. The phone rings. It's not my best man. Not my mom. It's Citibank. They just wanted to make sure that someone else wasn't using my card. I mean, who would ever send Brad Baker money over the internet anyways? Imagine a t-shirt and jean guy just like me finding happiness with a girl, a stank crotch, and a frivolous internet subscription to boot. What a year. What a world. <laughs> I, feel, I feel for you now after that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I'm not recording. Hold on a second. That was amazing. I was actually just going to say how you did a pretty good job on that read. Yeah. Well, luckily, I'm going to have to use the Facebook Live as a backup because I didn't record that freaking segment. Oh, what a pain in the ass. Oh, frustrated. All right. Uh, Jim, you're up <clears throat> next. Uh, Dude, I'm pretty sure these aren't even like Broken Link Radio commercials. <laughs> what? Dude, they're very did clearly you, Broken Link Radio commercials. You just heard did me. Did you just put like be, uh, Broken Link Radio ads inside of other people's commercial copy? Um, like it doesn't even make sense. I, listen, some of this. You're really putting forth some harsh allegations right now, but it's extremely important that you need to understand. We're trying to attract as many people to our site as possible, so right. the message can't be exactly the same every time, right? Right. So true. you reach out to people who are t-shirt and jeans guys. You reach out to people that are dating other men. You know, we're trying to. It's all inclusive advertising. We want to cast. Okay. A, you know what they say in marketing? Cast a wide net. That's what we're trying to do right now, Jim. I was actually just going to say how you did a pretty good job on that read. Yeah. Well, luckily, I'm going to have to use the Facebook Live as a backup because I didn't record that freaking segment. Oh, what a pain in the wow. ass. Oh, frustrated. All right. Uh, Jim, you're up <clears throat> next. Uh, Dude, I'm pretty sure these aren't even like Broken Link Radio commercials. <laughs> what? Dude, they're very did clearly you, Broken Link Radio commercials. You just heard did me. Did you just say- put like be, uh, Broken Link Radio ads inside of other people's commercial copy? Um, like it doesn't even make sense. I, listen, some of this. You're really putting forth some harsh allegations right now, but it's extremely important that you need to understand. We're trying to attract as many people to our site as possible, so right. the message can't be exactly the same every time, right? Right. So true. you reach out to people who are t-shirt and jeans guys. You reach out to people that are dating other men. You know, we're trying to. It's all inclusive advertising. We want to cast. Okay. A, you know what they say in marketing: cast a wide net. That's what we're trying to do right now, Jim. Okay. All right. All right. So this one's ready. Three, <clears throat> two, one. Shortly after World War II, Americans had little choice for dinner. They ate home cooked meals, or on special occasions, went to a restaurant. Fast food and prepared food were just being invented. No one had even heard of patreon.com slash broken link radio yet. <laughs> it was truly a time of savagery. Pizza was a novelty you sometimes found at your local Italian restaurant. Most people hadn't even heard of it. In fact, pizza's beginning in the USA can be traced to what many believe was the first pizzeria, Lombardi's, which opened in the 1920s in New York City's Little Italy. A lot of people spend a lot of money on pizza these days. Heck, Brad is dumb enough to spend 20 bucks for just one from TK's Pizzeria in Fairport. The thing is, our pizza situation here at Broken Link Radio is unsustainable, and we need you to sign up on Patreon, or this whole house of pizza cards will come crashing down. Patreon.com slash Broken Link Radio, because you love pizza, and because you're a capitalist. (laughs) (laughs) 
See, that was absolutely a Patreon.com backslash Broken Link Radio commercial, Jim. You're- yeah, that was unhidden, unbridled. <laughs> All right. This one's this one hits home, Jim. This one's uh, this one is uh is about is about caring for each other. Okay. When the morning seemed dark, even when the sun is shining. When your bed and the pitch black of your room offer more comfort than a loved one's embrace. When you feel that your soul is tired even in the happiest of moments. Go to patreon.com backslash broken leg radio. If you struggle with depression before, if you've tried other medications and nothing nothing else seems to help, now there's a podcast on Patreon. It's an alternative to most common antidepressants. You're hip and you're alternative, aren't you? That's right. I thought so. Independent studies have shown that Broken Link Radio's unique properties stimulate the brain's tran- neurotransmitters more gently than, t- than the typical antidepressant. Several studies, uh, study participants report uh, are reporting relief of depression symptoms within as little as two weeks. If you like to find any further research on these studies for yourself, be sure to visit SeanHannity.com. You deserve to feel the sunshine, to be present in the moment, to have energy, to be yourself again. You deserve an antidepressant alternative when nothing else has worked. Patreon.com backslash Broken Link Radio. Side effects may include dry mouth, blurry vision, itchiness, homicidal idealizations towards minorities, temporary confusion, (laughs) genital swelling, euphoria, and an increase in anxiety whenever Brad starts to talk about baseball. I think this is really, I think this is really going to get us where we need to be when it comes to Patreon subscriptions, Jim. It's all about getting the message out there to as many people as possible, as often as possible. That's what they say. Top of mind, right? We want to be on top of mind. When people think about Patreon, they need to think about Broken Link Radio. That's what we're doing here, Jim. Yeah. The only problem is they're not going to be able to make it to the site because you keep seeing backslash. Is it supposed to be slash? Yeah. Is it forward slash? I it think is it's forward, slash. forward slash. Just like every website ever has been. Now, right, but now I'm confused. So the forward slash, well, I guess the forward slash is the one that like, goes forward. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jim can't see that, but it's. Oh, I just hit the mic. Oh, you hit the Ooh, mic stand. Sorry. See, you're. Sounds art. like I hit the mic stand. <laughs> yeah. It's. 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 Uh, it's. Uh, it's your time to shine here because we've got a few questions that Jim and I wanted uh, to bring up to you. Right. So I'm gonna get some of some of our material that we prepared to bring as evidence. Um, but you go ahead and start start telling us what's been going on with our bit that got ruthlessly stolen a month ago. <laughs> so I'll tell you the story about this is uh I was thinking about this in the shower and uh where all where all great ideas come from. Um I was thinking about this one guy that was in the that was in the bit and you know how you typically do that. Uh, I was just thinking, the way this guy looks. So you were thinking about a guy in the yes, shower. I was, yeah, I, <laughs> I was anticipating that joke actually. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking that if you look at that guy, you wouldn't imagine that he would be busted for the crime he was busted for. So I was like, what if, uh, what if he just made a game out of that? And then I uh, proposed the idea in the car to Brad, and he called it a kernel of an idea. He always says that. (laughs) (laughs) He says that to all the chicks. (laughs) 
<clears throat> and so then, uh, then one day at uh, two o'clock in the morning, Brad's <laughs> Brad storms in my room and uh, shows me a video of uh, someone completely stealing the bit and doing it wrong, like we did the first time. Did, two in the morning. Yeah, yeah, did it? I believe it was twelve forty-five, but it was probably around one or two. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> so the question that we have about it is how could they steal the bit all the way right on down to us getting the same exact things wrong about <gasps> doing the bit? Because Jim's theory is that we don't know that you didn't steal the bit and then present it to me. So what do you have to say about that? Yeah. Well, well I know. <laughs> I uh, can tell you I have no connections to uh, whoever stole it. There's that. I actually just thought you've, about So it. you've never heard of the PKA podcast before? Nope. You don't know Not who... before that one o'clock in the morning uh, intervention. But you do know who Bruce Green is? Not exactly. You have watched Funhouse before? Yes. You have seen the Sniper Elite yes. gameplay with Bruce Green, where they shoot every all the skeletons in the balls. Yep. So you do know who Bruce Green is? You do know what Funhouse is. Yes. So when Bruce Green from Funhouse is on a podcast, you're telling me you were completely unaware. Yep. Okay. I had no idea they had a podcast. Jim Jim, Although he's telling me does. that he, he's telling me that he's never he's unaware that a channel that he is that he has watched before with me, <clears throat> one of their hosts would have been on a podcast doing <clears throat> this bit. It's possible. I mean, I'm aware of several podcasts and shows <clears throat> and things like that and, and hosts that I don't listen to. Okay. But I've never heard of this guy. Like, I've never heard of this. is kind of more of a, 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 a scare one. Like, I'm aware of Howard Stern. I'm aware of Joe Rogan. Right. I don't, I don't listen to any of them. But mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is, what's, what's really interesting is Anthony Kumi is on the podcast, too. And uh, Anthony's from Open Anthony. So, they, uh, I listen to Open Anthony. Now, I know that you don't know who Anthony Kumi is, um, David. Only, only from you, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So... How do you defend that that if you did not steal the bit from the PKA podcast, how do you, how can you defend the fact that you didn't come up with a better idea for getting the answers wrong? Because if you think about the bit, there's almost no way to get the answers right. Yeah. How do I guess uh well you're actually the one who helped me uh Pop, pop, <laughs> pop this kernel of an idea. Turn it into popcorn. So, so we developed the game together. Okay, all right. I came up with the idea. We uh, expanded upon it. Jim, are you satisfied with this answer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I take it you're not. I don't know. It's just, it's just because it's so exactly the bit, you know. Well, here's the weird thing: is that. These guys did it after we did. That but we know. Did of. they do it before? Like, did they have they done That's it before? A good question. Yeah. So I have not been able to find any evidence that they did it before us. Do you okay. know? Do you have any so evidence? F- I have. Not we even find. Hold on. We find the. We find the broadcast uh. of them doing it. Like whatever, a couple weeks ago. Right. And listen to it and see if they mention having done it. Like if we've done something before, usually we will preface it with something like, "We've done this before on our show, and we're going to try it again." Right. Yeah, that's interesting. You know what's funny about that? The uh, oftentimes the number one piece of feedback I get from people about Brooklyn Lake Radio is that it's too long at two hours. 
The yeah. PKA podcast that we're referring to is over four and a half hours. What? I, oh, I was man. going to do that, and I was like, I am not going to sit here and listen to a four and a half hour podcast, <laughs> like, ever. That's crazy. Um, we used to listen to a four hour show. You and I used to listen to a four hour show back in the day. I mean, there was commercials in between, but. Right. It's 80 minutes. So it's, uh, oh boy, I'm bad at math. So 80 minutes times two is 160. So divide 160 by 60. It was like two and a half hours, right? Two hours and 20 minutes, something like that, of actual content. Yeah. If they didn't go over, which back in the day was awesome. Yep. <clears throat> so I'm going to need you. So there's a, uh, Hold on, hold on, Jim. I'm gonna need you to pad for a second. I need to, uh, I need to get something. Uh oh, oh man, I panic when he tells me to pad. <laughs> Find a way. So, David, it. yes, you still there? Yes. So, so you n- you never did listen to the show, no. right? You've heard of them, but you never listened to them. I hadn't even heard of the podcast before. <clears throat> I heard. heard oh, of the okay, people, that's but... why I missed them. You hadn't even listened to. It. Will you, you please? You didn't know of it until Brad mentioned it, like in anger. <laughs> David, will you please uh, tell the audience what is in my hand right now? He has the uh, King James Version Holy Bible. In this is a Holy Bible, is what this is. Yes, I'm going to come over there, yeah. and I'm going to ask you to solemnly swear to Jesus Christ, the angels above, and us <laughs> down below that you did not steal this bit. All right. Are we doing doing like a repeat? Place, after your, me? place your hand on the Bible. <laughs> All right. Raise your right hand. What if I'm left-handed? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I, David Ridley. I, David Ridley. Do you solemnly swear? Do you solemnly swear? That I did not steal the bit? <laughs> that I did not steal the bit? From PKA Podcast. From PKA Podcast. All right. Yep. You realize what you've done now? <laughs> yeah, I have. I have realized. There, I, now, I, he did, now, I will tell you, Jim, without any hesitation whatsoever, he just swore on the Holy Bible. Yep. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Oh, wow. Yo, it's good enough in court. It is, but I, don't, I never understood that. <laughs> I always thought that was interesting. It's like, well, if you just promise not to lie in court, we'll just take you at your word. And then we're, right. we're good to go. <laughs> um, the, other, the other thing we need to figure out, uh, which I'm forgetting right now, <laughs> what was... Uh, we had to figure out that. Yeah, I think that was it. No, but there's something, man. It's going to bother me now. We want to figure out if he, if he had ever heard of it, if he ripped it off. No, but the, you know what? You know what's happened to me right now is I, I was I remembered what I wanted to ask him right away when I went over there to get the Bible, and then I immediately forgot. <laughs> so it happens on. to me all the time, dude. So I'm going to go right back over in the corner, yeah. I was just, I was and then I'm going to see. That. I'm going to retrace the steps. Retrace your steps. All right. See, go, go get the Bible. I just remembered. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> you saw something like in, on the wall or something that reminded you? No, no. I just remembered. Okay. So in the last segment, we were talking a little bit about uh, about some technical technical stuff. That's another. I guess that's another one of those words that I can't say very well. It just sounds like I'm putting it. Technical. Technical. Um, the okay, so here's the dirty secret I have to tell you, Jim. Remember last week when when Gabe's lag was like unbelievable and we couldn't we couldn't even talk yeah. to him. Yeah. Okay. There is a small probability of about fifty to seventy percent that that was absolutely my fault. 
<laughs> what what percentage? Oh, somewhere between fifty and seventy percent. That it was. Oh, pro- so that's not that big. Yeah. So minor. I'm I'm putting together the show from last week to post to post on Patreon and, and SoundCloud, and uh, and I'm tell me if this has ever happened to you. I'm I'm messing around and my computer is running way worse than it should. You know, because I I do this crap two three times a week every week without any problems. But all of a sudden, my computer is just like, I'm just running Windows and Audacity, and I'm skipping frames, you know? I'm not even, like, playing anything crazy, like a video game or anything. And I check, I control, delete, look at my task list, and my CPU is 100% maxed out. Whoa. 100% maxed out. Just running the dickens off the thing, right? Never seen this on this computer before. I look on the task list. There is an idle, there is an idle a process running for Skype. Some other nonsense for Windows, and uh, then like, then like something that was on there. So Windows about a week and a half ago had an update, and they reintroduced crap back into my startup to like run in the background. So I think that when we couldn't talk to Gabe last week because it was a big fuster cluck, that it was it had to do with the fact that my CPU was burning uh, burning the candle on both ends. So when he comes back, how pissed is he going to be <laughs> when he finds out? So three things. Yeah. Number one, like you, why are you admitting this? True. Number two, when I was talking last week, you didn't hear any interference or any problems, right? Right. That, so, is, that is a good point. That is a good point. We and, did, we've actually had more problems with you this week than we did last week. Well, then number three, that brings me to number three, which is, this segment, you've been starting to sound really funny to me, like how Gabe used to sound, like you that little metallic sound, and then you're like stretched out. Yeah. So you're, yeah, I'm hearing that on your end now. So does that indicate like problems on your end with connections? Hmm. Well, so there might be, actually, why don't we do this live? I'll do this live. I don't, We're doing we'll it do live. live. <laughs> Here we go. Did did we do did we do an internet test last week, Jim, when we were talking? No, but I was just you read my mind. I was just gonna suggest that. Speed check. We need a speed check on aisle five. Oh, you just did the sound. Bah. All right, here we go. I'm testing I'm testing my internet speed test. No, I'm running an internet speed yeah, test. Yeah, yeah. Testies, testies, one, two, three. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now, I did notice that Hold whenever... On. Oh, oh. Buckle your seatbelt. Shoot. Bro. <laughs> wow. Wow. I am showing a half a oh. megabit a second download. Whoa. Oh, but here's the upload. The upload is still... The more you 10. raise your voice, the more... Uh, the better your internet goes. Okay, so... So, my upload speed is fine. My download speed is trash. So I've got a half a megabit of download speed and nine. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on here. Now, I'm going to run that again because that, that almost feels like it can't possibly be true. We need Brad. We need Brad. We need Gabe to run this next time, too. Yeah, he did last time, and he said he was, he was at like five or eight. Dang, so he's got slow internet, too. Well, I think, I think everyone in the world is trying to use the internet in the area. So I... I Pretty sure that a housing development causes issues with internet speeds. Uh, boy, 
Yeah, that download speed ain't great. But <clears throat> that could only... So I've got... um supposed to have at least 50. Mm-hmm. Um, guaranteed 50 through my, the service that I have. Right. I'm running 30 <clears throat> right now. Wow. So you know what? So I don't know if it's... You know what it might be? It might have some... Okay, so... We live in a housing development, so it might have something to do with the fact that living in a housing development during prime time is causing a really bad logjam. How good of a word is logjam? It's. <laughs> what was the last? I always think it ends with a B. Logjam. <laughs> log log you know, like door jam. Door jam ends, door with, jam a B. ends with a B. What? No, yeah. it doesn't. Hold on. We're lo- Whoa, we're looking that up right now. That does not. It. Oh my God! It does it say door jam with a B. No, it doesn't. I, I'm why do you know? Why, Jim? Why do you know these things? What? <laughs> yeah, but that's not the actual when door it comes jam, to spelling, dude. dude you got to take my word for things. Oh, I, dude, I defer to everyone because I'm a terrible speller. <laughs> I have Grammarly. I have Grammarly, the Grammarly um, plugin installed on my computer, and it gives me fits yeah. about everything I ever do. <laughs> it's just it's just like maybe no, that's why you have such bad anxiety it's like it's like sometimes it doesn't even want me to like send emails it's like no hold on are you sure you want to do this because <laughs> you're about to, we're only looking out for you yeah hey, we're about to f and embarrass yourself here brad <laughs> i uh i was i just sent a message to i sent a message to one of my good friends about world-class uh leaderboard because we were talking about it and i was yeah. like Hey, did you ever play this game back in the day? And then I never sent them the link. So he's like, what are you talking about, dude? I do that to people <laughs> all the time. Okay. But this isn't the door jam, though. That You're correct in that door jam ends with a B, but that's not a door jam. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's the edge of the door. It's the, it's the molding around the door. Yeah, but isn't the door jam the middle part where the latch is? No, no, no. no. Okay, what's it's that part called? It's like the molding, the edging, the... Um, you know. Yeah, and I understand that. So yeah. what is the what is the uh what's the part of the door that the door sits inside then? What's that called? Oh, that is the jam. That's part of the jam. Pump up the jam, up the jam. Pump up the jam, pump <laughs> it up. Now I I'm curious about the etymology of door jam now. Although <laughs> although it is consistent Jambalaya. It's it's consistent with lamb. Lamb ends up Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Lamb. I, like I was, my. I was telling, I was telling this guy over here about uh, when I would get, <laughs> how I would, uh, I would refuse to do my uh, my ACE pace work, right? Yeah, and because uh, it's so stupid, uh, and then <laughs> I would end up, but then I would wait till the fourth quarter and I'd catch up all of it, if not most of it, or most of it, if not all of it, and then the I would Giants be a, game. The what? The fourth quarter of the Giants game. Never oh, mind. fourth quarter. I got it. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm on a sedative right now. So I know. I understand. <laughs> so I uh, I would catch it all up or catch it up significantly in the fourth quarter. And then, <clears throat> and now your joke's funny to me. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then I would still be assigned the summer school because I hadn't done any of the verses. And I would just like, so at, at our school, you would be required to say a certain amount of memory verses from the Bible every year. And I would just right. not do them the entire year. And then you would get assigned summer school anyway, because you haven't recited enough memory verses. And I remember this one particular year, I just sat down, memorized them all, and then just said them to Mrs. Lamb in one sitting. And, right. then, just, and then I just left. I was like, peace. Wow. <laughs> Wait, that drop. was in summer school? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, I was assigned some. wasted their time. Yeah. I... <laughs> You're really good at that. Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm doing it right now. I'm wasting everyone's time right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a great story about uh, the paces, though. There was uh, in seventh grade. Uh, Nobody has good stories about I, paces. That's a funny story, I'll say. Uh, in seventh grade, we were still doing the paces for New Testament survey, I think. So, if you don't know what a pace is, when we refer oh, to yeah. a pace, there's a curriculum called School of Tomorrow, and it's basically a teach yourself asshole sort of system of schooling, and it sucks. And so. Uh, you get assigned like 27 little booklets every year to complete of a subject, and that's what uh, that's what we're referring to now. It's the school of tomorrow. The school yeah. of tomorrow. Yeah, so... Back in 93. And and uh, <laughs> we were, of course, behind on it because none of us uh, had any sort of desire to complete them since we had been doing them for a long time, and they were terrible. Uh, so I was pretty far behind and then I eventually caught up, didn't do very well, obviously, but a friend of mine, uh, actually did so poorly that, uh, the state does not recognize that he took paces that year. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry, we do not recognize the pace. So what do you mean? He completed them and he completed them and he did so poorly that they they're, they're to, like, they that doesn't just, count. Yeah. It just didn't count. <laughs> So he wasted even more time <laughs> at the end of it. That's pretty awesome. All right, so we're gonna use your, we're gonna do your stolen bit next, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna host uh, the PKA podcast, uh, guess the crime game. Yeah. Which now, like, should we, Jim? Should we refer to it as the guess the crime game? Consider- I said we refer to it as David's game. Oh, that's a good wow, idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's then- kind of like a, a tongue in cheek, like is it or isn't it? Right. Exactly. All right, and that's coming up next. trying to put segment three together using the Facebook live recording and then using the other recording. Oh, I'm that's just awful. Yeah. The other thing I forgot to uh, bring up, Jim, was that uh, this kid over here, he's done a fantastic job with the guest, the crime game coming up here, but I specifically charged him a month ago. I was like, dude, that game went well. Let's do it again. Put it together. And then I paid him, right? And when I paid you, what did I tell you? I have no idea what you told me. Oh, that's come prob- on. That, that's probably the point. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what oh, did I tell you? Oh, you told me that you wanted it done early. so you I wanted it, it done early. And then what else? So you have it. I don't know. So that I had it in case I needed it. Uh-huh. And when did you complete it? <laughs> like last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. You completed it yesterday. Did it I was done yesterday. yesterday. Oh, yes. yeah. It was co- completely done yesterday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well. What does that remind you of, Jim? <clears throat> I have no idea. Kind of reminds me of me. Oh. <clears throat> are you? Paces. Are you? A, <laughs> it reminds you of paces. Are you a procrastinator at all? Um, more and more. I I never was about anything. Right. And like in the last couple of years, I find it happening more. I I notice that when it comes to um. When it comes to bills and purchases, I'm not a procrastinator because if I don't do it right then and there, I never will. Right. You know, so it's like if I'm going to buy something, I buy it now. Or if if I'm going to pay a certain bill, I'm like, dude, I, I, I'll just eat a bullet. I'll eat this bullet. You know, if I'm if it, it if it hurts me later in the week and I can't buy an extra McDouble, whatever, you know, I'll just take care of that right or now. Chicken wrap. 
her chicken wrap. You know what's funny? Since you and I talked about that the other day when you were telling me that uh, you see chicken wraps everywhere you look now, um, I haven't had a chicken wrap probably since the last time I bitched about it. The curse has been lifted. Well, it's also because I, you, it's like you said, you just get sick and tired of going there and having a negative experience about a damn chicken wrap. You right. know? It's like, I'm trying to give you $7. What's the problem here? <laughs> Take my money. For real. I also, I also remembered, you gotta understand, I'm coming out of a sedative haze right now. I also remembered the other thing. Check this out, dude. I've got an account as many of us do, where pretty much all of our our automatic stuff comes out of, because you're you're kind of silly if you have a bank account where multiple automatic payments coming out of different accounts, right? Because then you never really know what's going on. So I have a Wells Fargo account, which aren't even around here. I've got a Wells Fargo account. That's where all my automatic payments come out of, right? I get a notification the other day, and it's like, hey, you've ran out of money in your Wells Fargo account. I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot about that, right? So I've got a key bank account that I send money into the Wells Fargo account with. So I'm like, no problem. Send the money over into the, into the Wells Fargo account. Every day for the last week, I've been getting another email saying, your account balance has reached zero. Da, da, da. And I'm like, dude, I sent $200 to this account. What is the problem? You know? Because out of all the automatic payments that I have, I, pff, I don't know, what are they? 140 bucks total? You know? It's like, it's like the $3 of this or the whatever, but then you got your cell phone bill and the whatever, right? Not a big deal. But I was like, what is the problem here where Wells Fargo keeps telling me my account's negative? <clears throat> I wake up again this morning and I check. My account is minus $165. $120 of that is overdraft fees. And like for $3 charges and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm, now I'm pissed. It's like how the math doesn't even add up. Like, the $200 that I sent on the 21st should have already covered all of this stuff. That doesn't even include the $120 of service charges that are, that are on this freaking account right now. Right. Pissed. I call Wells Fargo today. They go, yeah, that sucks. Uh, we don't see anything on. We never got to pay it any money. Okay. So then I go through my transaction history on, on KeyBank. On the 21st, just like I said, $200 was sent to my Wells Fargo account. Okay, weird. Call Wells Fargo back. Sit on hold. You know, every time you call the bank about a card issue, you're on hold for 15, 20 minutes. Legit, right? So sit through the whole process, and I'm on hold again. I go back to Wells Fargo. I'm like, dude, we never, we, not only do we not have the money, but we never even got like a transaction that said, hey, there's money coming. All right. I go back, and I go through the whole rigmarole again with KeyBank. Wells Fargo rejected the money that I sent to the account and then continue to charge me for being overdrafted. Why they reject it? I have no idea. Have you ever heard of some sh stuff like that before? We don't like your money, sir. Yeah. I said, <laughs> it smells like <laughs> <laughs> smells like bad breath and strippers, your, sir. Your, your money is no good here. <laughs> so I, I sent what now here's what's interesting is I sent Wells Fargo another $200 today. And then I also had to send somebody else $200 to have them to send me $200. What is going on? And why would you reject $200? Wells Fargo, have you ever dealt with them, Jim? No. Yeah, I wouldn't. They're, they're, I always tell people they've always been nice to me, 
until today. But the one, my one criticism with Wells Fargo has always been like, when it comes to fraud, they're very strict. So they'll just do weird things where they won't let you spend money or they won't let you, they'll just be like, no, we're going to, we're going to close your account today because uh, you bought something in Japan. It's like, well, right. but I wanted that thing in Japan. You know, my, my sex doll, my business. You know what I'm saying? Why did that thing in Japan? <laughs> How many times have I said that? Yeah. Well, actually, I have a new Japan pro wrestling subscription. Uh, and <laughs> because, because when I'm not watching baseball at every part of the day, I want to watch wrestling every part of the day because I'm the world's biggest geek. You wonder why you have anxiety. Yeah. Right. You should go and review bomb them. Review bomb Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. Just yeah. the whole. Yeah. Well, I, we should review bomb all banks in general yeah we should like post reviews on youtube and stuff. when was the last time that anybody had a positive experience with a with a bank and just any given bank so i just saw a commercial a couple of days ago for like this new i don't know if it's bank of america one of those banks is like re i don't know if they're reinventing their branches okay or what's going on but they're like cafes now what where you go in and it's a bank but it's more like a cafe i, mean, I have I've to look seen, it up here i've seen like starbucks and MT Bank before. Yeah, there's a Starbucks no, and this, a Citizen. This isn't that. Or this citizens, is like integrated. Yeah. Oh, man. Who's that? I'm going to Google that. <laughs> Capital, right. here it is. I just found it. Capital One Cafe. Oh, oh yeah. I've, I've heard of that. I've never. Uh, Hold on. I got to see this right now. With my with my one megabit download speed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee shops or bank branches. You could uh, have your first date at a bank. There you go. <laughs> well, Jim's Jim's well past the first date. You should see it. Yeah, it looks he, like a coffee shop slash bank. It looks like a, if they had a child. I only see I, I only see three of them. I like New one, York City, Washington, and Philadelphia. I like one of the search yeah. results. Are cat are there really Capital One cafes? Huh? <laughs> it's just tons of people doubting it. Oh, Look at this thing, wow. dude. This looks like a smash burger. <laughs> looks like a smash burger that's in. What is going on here? Dude, this, you know what's funny? This is the same freaking architecture that they put in all the new fast food restaurants. This is the same. This is exactly what my Wendy's in Mesquite, Nevada looked like inside. Yeah, I like how they're changing all the McDonald's and stuff. It's like it's like the 2020s architecture. Right. Well, uh, there's actually a reason that for that because all, this, all those companies hired the same architect, uh, are the same company to do their <laughs> so they're just taking the they're taking the one template that they did with mcdonald's and then selling it to burger king and then selling it to wendy's and then selling it to so on and so forth it's like i yes. just hate the i just hate how they've taken away the mcdonald's from our childhood like mcdonald's that was the whole idea of mcdonald's is the, the architecture and the way it was set up i don't want it to look like a freaking starbucks right well the uh do you have any idea what it's like to clean out one of those one of those play pens jim there's some bad things that happen inside of those playpens. Oh, I'm sure. Some of them drug-related. Most of them oh. feces-related. Mm. It's like... <laughs> so many times, like, a kid will just go in there and just vomit everywhere. It's like, all right. You, you imagine... It's so funny because the world's so different currently. Like, you imagine the idea of having a McDonald's playpen right now. It's like where, where kids are just running around in tubes together. Puking and farting and giggling, Putin. <laughs> I've always hated that. I've always just hated that idea. Like I liked the uh, the the whole. I completely forgot the play place thing. Yeah, but I just hated. Even then, I was just like, it seems a little gross. 
Really? It smells a little gross. Well, Jim, when Jim and I were growing up, all the play places were made out of steel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, were, well. they were made out of steel and they were constructed on asphalt. Like it was like if you fall, if you fall, bitch, you fall. That's those are those are what well, our been, those are what our parents called growing pains. That's, I, I've been on one of those before, and that's what made me uh, afraid of those uh, uh, firefighter poles or whatever they're called. Oh, that's what I miss is I those, was, those so poles on like uh, playgrounds. Because if I fell, it was over. <laughs> you better not fall, then, son. Yeah, that's kind of. Like, I could never. I can never do it. That's where the saying "you got to live life without a net." comes well, from you know it's like trapeze artists don't use nets so they don't they're not comfortable falling they usually die that way but whatever <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> all right so amongst your other ideas uh we're going to play david's game it's been officially renamed by jim as david's game and uh what's going to happen is we're going to take a look at some mug shots of people and jim and i will be tasked with the uh opportunity to guess what the crime was that, that this uh, suspect has been charged with based only on their looks. So uh, Jim, uh, we can, uh, we can flip a coin or you can defer or I can defer. How do you want to do this? This is like, this flies in the face of all the things nowadays, like profiling and just prejudice by, by what you look like. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I don't care. I don't. Uh, it doesn't matter. All right, so I'll I'll go first. I'll go first. All right, so I'm going to bring up the first one. If this music is a prop, just let me know. Well, this music would never be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I need to know her name. Martin. She is wearing a mask, so she's social distancing, and she's following the locals the local protocols. Yes, her name is Anne Marie Tucker. Okay, Anne Marie Tucker. She looks like um, the mom from the Goonies. <laughs> she does a little bit. You're right. Um, man, she's got that bug eye. Whenever you know how I love the bug eyed cr- criminal. Whenever they got a bug eye, it makes me feel like uh, it makes me feel like they're doing something drug related. <laughs> Definitely has dilated pupils. I was just gonna say she's got a little bit of the alcoholic nose, though. Like you're the big bulbous yeah. alcoholic. Yep, the Irish nose. Yeah. She's she's not one of those happy people in her mugshot. She's got a nice frown going. Almost like she's never been in trouble before. So I think this is a first-time offender. Ooh, I disagree. I've got okay. multiple choice, by the way. All right, now hold on. I'm just I'm so, just taking stock. I'm all just right. taking stock. All right. Uh <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like this is her first time. Alright, so what are our choices? <laughs> Alright. So uh Letter A is public lewdness. That's Jim's favorite. <laughs> uh, God, I hope not with her. Jeez. <laughs> letter B is attempted murder. All right. Letter C is drug trafficking. And letter D is none of the above. Okay, so none of the above, drug trafficking, attempted murder, and, and public, public lewdness. lewdness. Ooh, none of the above is kind of like a yeah, yeah. anti-spirit uh, of this game. Oh, I told him to put it a yep. none of the above in every single one of okay. the questions. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I know, because then you feel like... See, but that's the thing. Then you feel like, based on the way I profile there, it's almost like none of the above is the answer. But then you're like... You're also pulling against not guessing one of the other ones. All right, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with none of the above. And Jim, what's your answer? My answer is A. 
All right, and Jim would be correct. Public loot. Because she seems like the one, exactly, Brad, what you said. She's the one that you don't want to do this, which is why she is. And her story. Anne-Marie Tucker was busted for having sex outside a hospital. (laughs) She was pictured wearing a surgical mask in her mugshot amid amid the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic. She was charged with misdemeanors of trespassing and exposure of sexual organs, <laughs> as was her partner, Albert Singletary. <laughs> their genitals were on. <laughs> their genitals were allegedly on full display to the public during this, <laughs> which happened across from St. Anthony's Hospital and in St. Peter's. Hang off your bones. <laughs> bones. Oh wow, Jim. That's what. Uh, who's keeping score here? Hold on. Jim's oh, got one point. We got ten of these, right? Yes. All right. <laughs> well, twelve of these actually. I just realized. Oh, that's all right. Wait, no, ten of these. I just realized that. Uh, yeah, because. All right. Next pictures. one. <clears throat> Ooh, she's a beauty. Her name is. Looks Ellen. like Paul McCartney. Her a name is bit. Ellen Needleman O'Neill. Needleman, Needleman. Okay, so we got Ellen O'Neill. That is. Super Irish. I kind of have. I know where I'm going with this one. Oh, Keep... Ellen O'Neill. Hi, Ellen O'Neill. Would you like to know the choices right now, or do you want to? I kind of know where I'm. I kind of know where I'm going, Jim. You can go first on this one. <laughs> Overindulgence. Yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm ready for the choices. Letter A is trespassing. Letter B is grave robbing. <laughs> Letter C is driving on the under the influence, and then D is not of the above. All right, Jim, you go first. <laughs> oh, C is the obvious, but um, she's wearing a white T-shirt like you'd see in the ghetto, <clears throat> like a dude. I'm gonna say C. All right, Jim's going with C, <clears throat> and then your answer. Ah, uh, man, she looks like a bulldog with the jowls. She looks a little bit like the British bulldog right before he died. <laughs> uh man what was it oh, so c was uh driving dui yeah b is grave robbing a is trespassing all right man grave robbing is too good i'm going with grave robbing all right and jim would be correct again all right she was driving under the influence she was arrested for driving while intoxicated headed to the liquor liquor store shortly after <laughs> i love the idea of being drunk already I'm like nah man i need more beer but it gets right. better Shortly after, she was arrested again for the same crime. <laughs> Her dad would be proud. <laughs> like she would, she she got arrested for drug and driving, and then she and then she went like a couple hours later. Oh my god! She was yeah, and then a couple hours later, she got charged again for the same crime. But doesn't that mean they would have had to get her out of jail, and then she somehow got back on the road? What the hell? I, she looks like Michael Mara. She was charged with a DUI <laughs> and she might know Michael Mara by the sounds of it. And possession yeah. of a controlled substance. For a painkiller that was discovered inside her purse. <clears throat> so yeah, six hours after being released, she went to the liquor store and then uh, got yeah DUI again. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> what a day! Okay, this guy. All right, I'm I'm gonna go first on this one. His name is Stephen Ray Ham. All right, the two M's. He's got the death, dude. He's got the death stare going. And he's got and he's got a goatee, Jim. And you can never trust a man with a goatee. No. Those are always the bad guys in the movies and the TV shows. All right, your choices are A, assault, B, theft, C, public lewdness, <laughs> and D, none of the above. I got to go with assault. I absolutely have to go with assault on this it's one. It's assault, brother. 
All right, my guess is going to be D. None, Jim's going with none of the, none of the above. Excuse me. All right, neither of you are right. Oh, wow. Uh, he was charged with theft of property, burglary of a motor vehicle, failure to, to appear in child support. Uh, when he was in prison, he escaped from the prison and then simply returned to the jail hours later. <laughs> Wait, he left prison and came back? Yep. He, uh, <laughs> he managed to escape prison and then just <clears throat> to uh, return. <laughs> All right. Good for him. Man, I can't believe we both got it wrong. He was just, he was just so bored. All right, here's the next one. Oh, this guy's a cult leader if I've ever seen it's one. It's Jim Morrison. Yeah, this is a cult leader right here. This guy's like yeah. a this guy's a wrestling bad guy. Well, the most <laughs> interesting part about this guy is his name. All right. I'm going to attempt to uh, say his name. Bizau Dudu Zupiti Bop Bop Bop. Oh, he <laughs> dude, he has a scat name. That's his real name. And Jim would know yeah. how to do that if we sent it to him. Bizau Dudu Zupiti Bop Bop Bop. Yeah. Bizau so he's like a Frank Zappa guy. Yeah. Bizau Diddy Do Bop Bop. Bizau diddy doo bop bop. Bizau no diddy, diddy doo bop bop. Oh. Bizau doo doo zoopity bop bop bop. <laughs> zoopity bop bop bop. <laughs> See? I told you Jim knows what it is. Uh, All right. You're, uh, whoa. Yeah. That was stereo. <laughs> uh, so your choices are A, domestic violence, B, serial arson, C, assault Ooh. of a police officer, and D, none of the above. Domestic violence, assault of a police officer, and what was the other one? Serial arson. Serial arson. All right, I'm cereal arson. Yeah, oh, we not. both got it wrong. So I'm going to say that I still go first. I'm going to go with C, cereal arson. C is not cereal arson. B is cereal arson. Whatever. <laughs> B cereal arson. All right, and Jim, I, I think you're right. Just because of the cereal that's tacked on is very specific. But I'm I I think A is just as likely. So I'm going with A. <sighs> okay, neither of you would be right. Oh again. my god, this oh. game sucks. <laughs> uh, it's actually C. Assault of a police officer. I would have. I said C. Yeah, but you said you said C serial arson. <laughs> so if you just said oh, C, nice you would have gotten it right. Damn it! Nice what was C again? Try, Brad. Uh, assault of a police officer. Ah, oh, that sucks. He looks. He looks like he should have done more. So here is the. I'm uh, disappointed with his crime. It's not severe enough. Right. Here's the story. When he was being arrested, he allegedly grabbed the officer's gun, then bit the officer's ring finger several times. Ow! He then also <clears throat> attempted to stab the police officer with a pen. Did he bite into the ring? Yeah, I was going to say, did he, was he just I, trying to steal the ring? Possibly. <laughs> like how your cat would take food from your hand? I need your pen, man. I need to write something down, man. Yes, he assaulted a police officer. Oh, that, I got to get these thoughts out of my head. Man, I needed that point, too. Jim, you're still ahead two to, no, two to nothing. Yeah. All right. This, this guy's a terrorist. This guy is absolutely <laughs> a terrorist. Why? Because he's Muslim? Because he's Middle Eastern? Well, yes. That's what I'm saying. Oh, right. You're right. His name. <laughs> What's going on with his hair? Dude, I don't know. Like, is he got like a uh, comb? It looks like a wig. <laughs> Does he have like a comb over from the back to the front? Like all the way from even, the back? It looks like it's, it looks like cat fur. <laughs> it does actually. It looks. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna say that he was in a fire of some sort. So his name is Carlos okay. Rodriguez. Oh, he's not even a. He's not even Aaron. Uh, yeah. Damn. So uh, you're all racist. All right. So he kid- All right. Computers. I already know. He kidnapped a child. That's what Mexicans do. So all right. So your choices are. Give <laughs> me my point. Your choices are a gun smuggling. All right. B public lewdness. <laughs> I'm gonna try to trick you with this one. Uh, and then C arson, and then D none of the above. Uh, arson. All right, I'm going again because I keep getting things wrong. Um, 
What was it? What was A again? I'm pretty sure it's A. Gun smuggling. Yeah, he's a gun smuggler. I'm already. I already wrote down the point. So Jim, uh, go ahead. Well, you're gonna have to erase it because it's none of the above. Oh, Ooh. Jim's going none of the above. Uh, again, both of you would be wrong. Damn it! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it is C arson. Arson. Oh. And uh, he just allegedly set his mattress on fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> allegedly, or, like, uh, allegedly, apparently. yeah. Now, so that he caused other things to go on fire. Yeah, because these are mugshots, so we don't always know that they've been convicted. So, question is: He set his mattress on fire. Was he already in jail? It looks like he might have already been in jail. I does not say because nobody in real life has that hair. Oh, he actually might have been because he was char- previously charged with attempted murder. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's like jail. a monk. It's like a monk hairstyle. And then I have some other pictures of this guy. All right. <clears throat> no, you don't. You don't have any. You don't have any pictures. Yeah, that's of this. him. This is the same guy. Yeah. You notice the not. back of his. Uh... That was before he went to jail. See? What the hell happened to his head? It's a fake picture. Nope, that's real. Come on, it is not. You he's got. Cool? A, he's you know got what? a hump on his head that looks like a camel hump. Uh, I got a hump. I got a hump on my head. On my head. And then I have another uh, picture for comparison. Yeah. Uh, you ever see this show, Jim? Oh, yeah. I know that guy. <laughs> What's his name? Carlos Rodriguez. No, no. The, the character oh, oh, that he looks Ar- like. Arnold's grandfather. Arnold's grandfather from Ar- Hey Arnold. Short man. <laughs> Short man was his last name. All right. Uh, he has a story about it, but I forgot oh. to write it down. Oh, no. I have the article, though. Did he get hit in the head? I will, we will it looks like he, you know, Jim, it looks like. Oh, I see, I see. It looks like somebody ran him over with a, like a steamroller on the top of his head. <clears throat> I, I still can't believe that second picture is real. Maybe, you know what? Maybe he was one of those uh, babies that had like their, maybe they mold his head a certain way. Siamese he, twin. Oh, <laughs> he was attached at the head. Uh, he said, I was barred out on drugs. I was driving and I hit a pole and flew out the front window. And oh, my, on my God. Head. Uh, Dude, he flattened his head. Yeah. Dude, you can't do that. <laughs> freaking fake. You can't freaking smash there your head. There are multiple like pictures that. from multiple it's different It's going to break his head guy. or it's not going to shape his head. Oh, like there, oh, there's one from the top, and I don't like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, moving on. That was uh, enough to see that. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's a picture of himself on his shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, this guy is named Robert Burt. Okay. Yes, that was a. Uh, All right, Robert Burt. Um, let's see here. He's, he, he's got the he's got the pedophile mustache, and he's got the Caesar yeah. haircut that's popular in the South. So, let's see, crimes that are popular in the South usually have to do with methamphetamines, moonshine, moonshine, <clears throat> and see, down down at Somerset County Jail. He's he also has like the the t shirt of himself. Has another mugshot of himself on it. Yep, it's the most meta mugshot I've ever seen. Okay, so this guy is definitely into drug trafficking because he's been here many times. He knows what he's doing, and he's a pocket on his t-shirt. Yeah, <clears throat> that just screams drug dealer. Fashion faux pas. Everyone knows that's where cigarettes go. <laughs> yep. So your choices are A DUI, B drug possession, C alchemy, and D none of the above. <laughs> is alchemy a crime? <laughs> Hold on. A isolate that. that. Isolate that. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't my. Uh, if alchemy is a crime, I am guilty oh, as charged. Oh. <laughs> they call me the alchemist. I'm guilty 
of alchemy. So I just put in Google, is alchemy a crime? And the second result is alchemy magic possible. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Is alchemy I mean, strictly speaking, alchemy is changing substances into gold. Yeah, all right. So it can't be alchemy. Alchemy cannot be the answer here. Alchemy is How always the know? answer, Brad. <laughs> because it's not a crime. I don't think it's a formal charge you can be charged with. <laughs> all right. What were the, so alchemy, it's not. What's the other ones? Uh, DUI is A. B is drug possession. And then none of the above. You said B is drug possession? Yes. All right, I'm going with drug possession. And Jim, your answer? I'm still struggling with this alchemy thing because I... <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I immediately thought moonshine, and oh, I mean, yeah. a moonshine setup looks like alchemy. This so I'm true. wondering if that word is used. I'm going to say alchemy. Okay. And uh, again, none of you would be Oh, that sucks! Oh. It is A, DUI. See, this is all your fault. This is all your fault, Brad. Maybe if there How hadn't is it been my an, fault? If, maybe if there hadn't been a none in the above. No, I, no it would make it harder. Yeah. No, it would make it easier, dude. They're more you've got the answer for sure. Uh yeah, he was charged with a DUI, operating vehicle under the influence Ooh, and hello. driving without a license. <laughs> upon his release Hit from prison, lady. upon his release from prison, Bert declared on Facebook, I'm out. B words. I'm out, bitches. Yep. Alright. We got a cute girl next. Yes, okay. her, her is... crime is stealing my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I already know my answer here. I think I know what I'm doing. Her name is Sarah Ferrey. Of Sarah Ray. Oh, dude. This is so easy. We're both going to get this. What are our choices? <laughs> a, Stealing yearbooks. <laughs> a is money laundering. Uh huh. B is drug trafficking. Nope. C is identity theft. And D is none of the above. All right. I'm putting in my answer right now. D, none of the above, because she's absolutely a whore. <clears throat> identity theft. Oh, Jim's going with identity theft. And again. I thought you were going to jump on that. No. None of you would be right. Come on. Oh, come on. Although this one, I wouldn't imagine. There's a 25% chance that we can get something right. That's the impressive part. 50% if we both. Right, that's what I'm saying. Games. And we're not, we've never that's picked the, the same one. Part. It is drug trafficking. <laughs> she was arrested in 2015, charged for drug trafficking, including cocaine, meth, ecstasy, oh. Oh, and shoot. LSD. She's also the daughter of a DEA agent. Hold on. She is. Oh. Okay, but she's the mule. She is a whore. But they give, they stuff her full of the drugs. If you want to go technical. In the vagina. Yeah. That's where they are. If you She's want to trafficking go it. with that, then uh, go ahead. No, that is not technically the same thing. <laughs> 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 this guy's eating a sandwich, bro. <laughs> sandwich. His name is Justin Lamar Richardson. That's uh, his Facebook picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is indeed his mugshot. All right. Wow. And he is, he's eating a bologna sandwich. <laughs> He he Have is a good time while doing so. He is high as a kite, dude. He's got like the half eyelid thing on. And yet again another goatee. Oh, what is what is the goatee called when you have the mustache and the goatee part but it's not put together? Van Dyke. That's called a Van Dyke? Yeah. All right. The only Van Dyke I know is Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> That's and the only one I want to know. Your choices are A, child pornography, B, probation violation, C, armed robbery. You said C was violation of <clears throat> C was violation of probation. C was armed robbery. B was probation <coughs> violation. Probation violation. Prohibition violation. Yeah. 
This picture was actually taken in the 1920s. All right, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Very good quality. <laughs> Heck of a resolution on those cameras back in the day. Um, Jim, I, can you do me a favor and go first this time? Because I'm just I'm batting zeros sure, right baby. now. All right. I think it's bad luck for both of you, uh, both of us, to go first for you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say it never ends these well. are kind of boring choices, man. Thanks. So I'm gonna say none of the above because these are boring choices. All right. And what were they again? Because I think I heard the answer. The answer somewhere in there. The answer. <laughs> the answer in there. A is child pornography. B is probation violation. C is armed robbery. D All right. I'm going with B, probation violation. And Brad would be right. <laughs> yes. Oh. On the Lord. I'm right. not going first for next time. <laughs> He was arrested for multiple <laughs> probation violations. Oh, okay. He's had a history of arrests, which include breaking and entering, assault on a female, <coughs> and more. The sheriff's office said- But more. wait, there's more. Uh, the story behind the sandwich is the sheriff's office said the inmate was hungry and asked for food, so they gave him a sandwich. It's in the it's the worst sandwich available ever. It's a slice of bologna yep. with apparently no condiments <laughs> and two white pieces of bread. The Later that day, they had him retake the mugshot without the bologna sandwich <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> they thought it was funny and it is funny whoa didn't see this one coming jim this is an old lady which round is this uh well, i don't know what number is she uh oh, her picture is number 11 all right yeah she's number 11 so who knows actually yeah it's number nine uh ninth round yeah <clears throat> number nine i have not been score so i hope you have it's two to one jim's ahead <laughs> We've gotten that means that we've gotten we've nine. gotten six of these six of the nine rounds were incorrect so far. Yes, her name is <laughs> Helen Stottinger. Boy, she's got a real. Is that a tattooed? Are those tattooed uh, eyebrows, Jim? Or did she just paint them on real thick? Yeah, they could be. What's her name? Helen? What? Stottinger. Of course, her name is Helen. She's an old lady. Yeah, Helen, Helen Stottinger. <laughs> She's a, is war she cri- German. Is war a criminal Speaking in there? <laughs> no, your choices oh, are you A, go. asexual abuse. Oh, come on. B, hate crime. <laughs> C, attempted murder. And D, none of the above. Hate crime against Jews. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead. This is probably taken in the 1930s. Very high resolution. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> that it is a hate crime. She did some. She said something to somebody Yeah. that was proclaimed to be a hate crime. Or did something to somebody. Like she threw her trash out on somebody else's lawn or something. And Jim the problem is, I don't. I, I would agree with you, but I don't know if is hate crime like a charge in the United States? Yes, hate crimes can happen. Okay, so what was C? Attempted murder. <clears throat> hmm. I want to say D. It was Her crime is dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm going to say A. Sexual abuse? Yes. Damn. Uh, none of you would be right. Oh my oh. god! It was C, attempted murder. Huh? Man, <laughs> what did she do? After her fifty-three, her after her fifty-three-year-old oh, neighbor yeah. refused to give her a kiss, she shot up his house with a semi-automatic. <laughs> <laughs> what? The man somehow was not injured. Just, I guess she was very bad at aiming. Well, she's well. You know the the sad part is she probably was in dementia. Like that's got to be a dementia probably. thing. She shot up a dude's house because he wouldn't kiss her. Yep. How old is she? No idea, but her neighbor was oh. 53. So. Yeah, but definitely not in the okay. 53 yeah. range. She might have been trying to... Semi-automatic uh, pistol. Bat out of her league there. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to gotta go here. So what's the next one? Oh, All right, come this on, guy's name, not real. This guy's <laughs> name is Chris Kemp. Mars Attacks. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, your <laughs> your answers are A, attempted robbery, B, treason. C. <laughs> 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 and then C in public lewdness. And D, none of the above. Oh, man. Dude, this Boy, is the guy from Mastermind. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, treason is enticing there. Uh, what was the first one again? Attempted robbery. I'm going to go with attempted robbery, Jim. We attempted it, but we didn't succeed. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he's a loser. So... So I, I'm ahead. Uh, if you're you ahead. This, then you're ahead two to I'm one gonna, right now. I'm gonna say uh, none of the above because that hasn't happened yet. Okay, Brad would be right with attempted robbery. Yes. Oh come tied on. Tied the game, dude. We can't tie it. I know. That actually is true. We can't tie it because there's only ten questions. <laughs> so, uh, so the story behind this is he was found inside a a, uh, a man's home wearing the resident's mother's clothing and playing music. <laughs> Oh man, dude! <laughs> to be that's specific, so Kemp was wearing Carlos Castillo's mother's leopard skin. Oh no! Uh, clothing, I guess. Leopard skin hat and matching scarf. <laughs> so, what Castillo, did he attempt to rob? Castillo confronted the alarming large four-headed intruder, and and uh, he then returned the money he had stolen. Wow! Oh. Waited and the for leopard the skin outfit. The police to arrive. And yes, I assume the leopard skin outfit. So, what do you want to do? Rock scissors paper. Yeah, we'll Rochambeau for it, but uh, I think I think that we also had another picture of this of this guy. Yes, we there's have there's picture. an alternate mugshot. Yeah. You ready, Jim? Never before. Yeah, seen. I probably stole your thunder. <laughs> okay. That <laughs> <laughs> was gonna be mugshot. Yeah, this this house sucks. All I got is this lousy oh, oh, scarf. Oh. Hey Beavis, <laughs> leopard skin looks great on you. That would be a good Beavis and Butthead episode where they they decide to rob a house, but Beavis bails, or I mean Butthead bails and leaves Beavis in there. He's, he's, he's rocking in a rocking chair. This guy's mom's clothes. He's running around in this guy's mom's clothes, going, "I'm the great in my Audio." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a tie game. We're gonna Rochambeau for it, uh, which is hilarious because I can't see you. All right. How are we going to do this so, over the internet? I don't know. I was, it was kind of half joking about that. All right. So, do no, Dave could think of number one through 10. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. You ready? All right. You got it? Yeah, I got All it. All right. I know the number. If You, you want to go first, Jim? Uh, sure. Go ahead. Yes. I'll go with uh, six. I'll go with seven. Brad would win. Yes. Oh, it was I almost actually, went with seven. It was eight. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you how to win the guess a number between one and ten game someday, Jim. But I know how to win almost sixty five percent of the time. For me, it's always eight. So, <laughs> oh, it doesn't even make sense. No, there is a way because uh, most people, when they play the game, choose the number seven. So, okay. number seven, if you want to win the the name, it's because you're friends with Christians. <laughs> <laughs> You know, folks, about 28 miles from here in Wellsville, there is a store the likes of which you will not see anywhere else in western New York. The name of the store is Carpet Town. Now, I know the, the people who run Carpet Town, and, and I know what their philosophy is. Let me pass it along to you. They believe that in order to be successful in this very competitive day and age, you've got to do three things. You've got to have the biggest selection. You've got to have the top name brands, and you have to undersell everyone. Now, that's what they do at Carpet Town. There is no store like it in furniture, in carpeting, 
in bedding and appliances. Nobody has more in this area to see, and nobody will sell to you for less because they will not be undersold on comparable merchandise. Just that simple. Besides all of that, it's really a beautiful store. So before you invest any time looking around for furniture, bedding, appliances, see Carpet Town in Wellsville, Route 417, the Bolivar Road. I promise you won't be sorry. Carpet Town in Wellsville. Final segment on Broken Link Radio, and it is time for Norma's news and nonsense. But before that, uh, I'm going to work on something, Norma, while you do the news. Okay. Do the news. Our first story tonight is coming directly out of New York, New York. Dr. Fauci is helping to bring the, the economy back by becoming the highest-selling Topps baseball card in history. Yes, Believe it or not, folks, Topps has produced a limited edition baseball trading card featuring Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Set an all-time set an all-time print record run for the franchise selling 51,512 cards in one 24-hour span. Well, that's because you can't buy it specific cards otherwise and any other yeah right? they, it's right not like they brand? it's not like you can just be like hey i want to get a big pack of Derek jeter rookies yeah please. welcome to verizon wireless we're sorry the number you have dialed Whoa. has calling restrictions that have prevented the completion of your call what a announcement bomb. 19 announcement. welcome to verizon Wireless. we're trying to get dr fauci on the line <laughs> no i was gonna harass gabe so the reason gabe's not here is that his his uh air conditioning broke down last night and so I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that'll be funny because he said, like, it's just a disaster at his, at his house right now. So I was like, all right. We'll do, but then I was going to I was going to bug him on the show anyways. But like for some I've been trying to get a hold of him all day. He probably Are we talking about saw, central air. Yeah, he probably okay. saw that coming. Everyone in Arizona has central air. This is not even an option, dude. And I was uh, I was telling people earlier today is like. If you're a homeowner, you need to budget in the fact that your that your air conditioner will break down at some point during homeowner. the during this <laughs> homeowned home homeowner homeowner homo. Yeah, it's like it's like having a furnace in in Western New York. Yeah. And speaking of homos, the company's previous record was for a card of Toronto Blue Jays third baseman. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Guerrero. <laughs> what? A Russian Hispanic. Vladimir Guerrero. Yes, which sold 19,396 copies and featured Guerrero's first hit. What do you care? My record has been broken. <laughs> the card features a photo of Fauci throwing out the first pitch during the last Thursday's MLB season opening game between the Washington Nationals and the New York Yankees. Hey, Jim, what do you think Dr. Fauci looked like when he threw out that first pitch? Big. The funny thing is, I feel vindicated that that's the picture on the card. So that that's good. So it's like a satire card. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like ironic. It's a backhanded. Yeah. Well, in the image, Fauci is shown from behind home plate wearing a Nationals jersey, jersey and hat and a mask, uh, 
that commemorates the team's 2019 World Series championship. I think you've crossed the line and you started to talk about baseball. Oh, yeah. Because you've mentioned a team and what they did last year. And I think Please terminate I, the news. <laughs> that being said, Fauci's pitch was well off the mark and hurtled short and to the left of the home plate circle. It's not the first time he's been called short and to the left. If you know what I'm saying. No. Next. In short, it was an all-time pathetic attempt, much like how successful our social distancing guidelines have been. Am I right? <laughs> Next. <laughs> I feel a little embarrassed and humbled. Fauci told CNN about the card sales. No, no, next means just go to the next story. <laughs> oh, should I? It really just will end. <laughs> next. Okay. So All just, right. we're, we got enough. We've had enough Fauci for the day. <laughs> for the year. Minga Fauci. We're done Minga with Fauci, Fauci for 2020. From Reuters, out of Seoul, South Korea. I think it's, I think it's Reuters, right? Root. Isn't the news outlet called Reuters? I don't yeah, think so. I think, so. I think it's Reuters. I, I it's like a British thing. Well, Jim, you have to agree they spelled it wrong. <laughs> Phon- I don't see the copy on the- Phonetically, they spelled it wrong. If we've learned one thing in 2020... Hooked on phonics worked for me! <laughs> it's that democracy is, and always has been, an illusion. After 16 years in exile, a president this week triumphantly returned to claim his rightful place on the front of a box of green onion-flavored cereal. The limited edition of the Czech cereal sold out within two days when it hit online stores, following years of almost ceaseless campaigning by enthusiasts. The lo- checks wrong. I know, I'm not a very good typist. <laughs> I told you, I drive Grammarly crazy all the time. Oh, I know, that's why I, that's why I highlighted that. <laughs> <laughs> the long road to the cereal aisle began in 2004 when Kellogg's Korea launched a lighthearted marketing <laughs> campaign for checks, a five-grain cereal asking South Korea to vote on a new flavor. Dude, this is so gross. Look at the green onion flavor. Checks is not even good to begin with. No, it's not. It's like, it's how cool. can we make checks worse? We're going to put green <clears throat> onion in it. Oh, my It's funny because I've been waiting for you to tell me the president, but you obviously, obviously you said it was South Korea. So <laughs> <laughs> Those faces like on those checks are kind of fun- funky looking, too. Are you making fun of their eyes? You're not allowed to do that in 2020. <laughs> oh, sorry. Don't be offended. <laughs> a TV commercial offered two cartoon candidates in the presidential election for the Czech's Chew Empire. Chocolate-flavored Czechy and green onion-flavored Chaka. The PR stunt was meant to end in an easy victory for sweet Czechy. But the people did not easy. agree. Votes for Chaka. Company surged past those for checky so so south korea the kellogg's in south korea set up basically a rigged voting system to where it's like oh green onion cereal or chocolate cereal which one do you guys want <laughs> and the people in south korea voted for the green onion cereal of course oh my god sounds like an american presidential campaign <laughs> <laughs> anyway this caught kellogg kellogg's very unaware Citing multiple votes for individuals, the company halted online uh, voting. You know, Jim, you know how we have a rule against you know how we have a rule against eating on the show. I'm not aware of such rule. Yeah, well, you 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 guys go on ahead. Don't mind my, don't mind me. I got a bowl of uh, green onion flavored Czech cereal over here. <laughs> you eat that with milk. 
The company halted online voting, threw out duplicate votes, and declared Checky the winner. Chaka fans cried foul and demanded justice. Chaka remained in the public consciousness via regular hashtags like hashtag pray for checks and memes <laughs> depicting the onion character as a freedom fighter. Are these checks tags or hashtags? Oh, good one. Ooh. Could you explain you, that you, to us? No, then? you lost me on that okay. one. I don't know. Chaka's success was so momentous. You know the only way I can eat checks, Jim? No. It's with a little bit of sugar. Sugar. Give me <laughs> sugar. <laughs> Where? In water. <laughs> Chaka's success was so momentous that on the day it was announced earlier this month, it buried North Korea's bombing of an in- inter-Korean liaison office to become the top trading topic on a South Korea social media. So you remember when we did that story about... Uh, Kim Jong-un blowing up a building just because he got pissed about his wife? Yeah. This was ahead on the newspapers in Korea over that story. Checks That's and great. Checky and Chaka. Limited edition, edition cereals are usually on sale for about three months, but that could be extended. Sorry about that. But that could be extended. Extends is, extends is a different strong. thing. It's not cereal. You shouldn't eat it like that either. No. No. Kim said. The company had been working on developing the cereal for 15 years, but it had struggled to find the right onion flavor, she added. Onions and cereal, that's just too much. And and I'm assuming you put milk in this? What do you put yeah. in the- milk. milk. Yeah, she said yeah, she said milk. No. She said milk. <laughs> milk. M E L K, Jim. Yeah, right? Oh, uh, okay. When it called for 50 early tasters, it received- I put MLK in it. It's always chocolate. <laughs> it received more than 14,000. Is that because you like the chocolate milk when you're done eating the cereal? Right. <laughs> Next. Okay. From NRP.com out of Nassau. Nerp- County, Did I put NRP or NPR? NPR. All I'm right. a little dyslexic. <laughs> I can't even speak right. And kids say they'll never use what they learn in the real world. Robert Berger, 25, tried to forge a Wait, what's his name? Robert Berger. I just had one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we heard it. But depending on where you're from, maybe it's Robert Berg. Hamburg? Yeah. Yeah. 25, tried... Remember that that time when I said the news person doesn't make the jokes? I remember that. (laughs) Remember that time I listened to you? (laughs) 25, tried to forge a legal document in October in a bid to fake his own death and dodge a likely jail sentence. I'm Don Alhard. <laughs> and the alleged ruse might well have succeeded if not for the typos and lack of attention to detail. Quote, upon inspection of the certificate by the NCDA, it was noted that font type and size changed in the document. Additionally, prosecutors observed that the word registry in the department <clears throat> name was misspelled as R-E-G-S-I-T-R-Y. I would never be able to fake my own Brad death. Brad <laughs> is being caught. In the issue by This is an example of a scam that did not work. The office said in an announcement Tuesday, Berger had been facing sentencing for a pair of felony vehicle theft-related charges to which he had already pled guilty. 
But in October, according to prosecutors, his attorney at the time told the court that Berger had died and submitted the bogus paperwork attesting to Berger's suicide. Now, in addition to his previous legal woes, Berger faced the pro- prospect of up to four years in prison on felony charges of offering a false instrument for filing. He pleaded not guilty Tuesday. The drums. What's going on? What was the false instrument? <clears throat> it sounds like it was the piano. Sounds that way. That's false. It does sound false. Next. And our final story tonight, from foxnews.com out of Chicago, Illinois. Just like those urban myths tell you, people really do horrible things with human body parts. A father and son had been federally charged in Michigan for allegedly selling body parts infected with diseases on the black market. Oh. Donald Green Sr. <laughs> Sometimes I love when I put the uh, put the stories together. Jim just reacts like with a guttural. This stuff like, makes oh. me sick, dude. I can't even watch like, a funeral home on TV. I'm <laughs> sick. Did you say something about a funeral home, Jim? I might have. What kind of people uh, work at a funeral home? Undertakers. <laughs> Donald Green Sr. and Donald Green Jr. allegedly knew the body parts they sold from a now-closed Biological Research Center of Illinois were infected with diseases including Uh, HIV, sepsis, uh, and hepatitis, according to CBS 2 Chicago. That's like, remember when you were a kid and the big thing was, well, when we were kids, because HIV isn't really so much a thing anymore, but there was always like that fear of like, oh, you're going to get contaminated with HIV if you eat that candy, or somebody's going to put HIV in your seat at the... The needle stuck in the payphone returns. (laughs) I forgot about the payphone one, yeah. Well, somebody told me I was eating Chicken McNuggets once in the 90s, and someone's like, hey, did you hear about that cancerous Chicken McNugget that once some guy got or whatever? It was like, I couldn't eat him for 10 years. <laughs> Corona is the new HIV. <clears throat> the outlet reported that people donated the bodies of their loved ones to the Biological Resource Center of Illinois with the promise that they would be donated for medical research. Instead, the bodies were kept on ice and allegedly sold, some for up to $100,000, according to a search oh, warrant. You know, cut of it. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, tur- I'm accidentally turning Jim down. I'm so sorry, Jim. I was wondering where you were going. What did you just say? I apologize. I was saying like, okay, you're going to sell my loved one's bodies without my knowledge. At least give me a cut of that. <laughs> According to CBS2, the Greens allegedly sold the diseased remains from 2008 to 2014. Green Sr. has been charged with wire fraud, while his son has been charged with intentionally concealing a crime. The charge- Here's the thing about that, though. Sorry to interrupt you, but does like a virus or it wouldn't be a virus, I guess. What does a infectious disease live on after the bodies the host is like died i you know i don't know but i think that there's reasons why you can't well there's reasons why you can't take something that's infectious because it might still re- get rejected too yeah, right? yeah that makes sense <clears throat> hey uh what would undertaker say about these people that were sold in parts i don't know dude <laughs> sorry rest <laughs> in peace in Pieces. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my undertaker. <laughs> he will cut you in pieces and sell your viruses to all the country. Yokozuna. 
are you? The charges were filed. <laughs> the charges were filed last week as a criminal information, which means a guilty plea is expected. Arthur, Rapp- <laughs> I just got an email. How bad is it that when I was 12 years old and into wrestling, the, the whole joke of Paul, his name being Paul Bearer, was lost. On yeah, me. Completely. It was like, yeah, it's just some guy named Paul. <laughs> You've just received an email. Your foot has been shipped. <laughs> Thank you for your purchase. Arthur Rathburn was convicted of fraud and shipping hazardous materials last May. Investigators said he regularly provided body parts to medical associations for various seminars, but didn't tell them that the parts came from people with infectious diseases. Oh, dude. What's that movie with uh, Charlton Heston? The old one about it's people. It's people. The whole the whole punchline of the movie was like they were they had been. It was like a, a futuristic society and stuff, and they were making this mass-produced food for everybody. Oh and no! It turns out it was like made out of people. Oh, oh no! Well, I, you guys that's, never heard of this movie? No, that's in the Matrix though. But I didn't know that one. I, I really don't know that. I don't ever watch movies before 1980. Really, <laughs> I'm one of those people. No, I Soylent Green. Soylent Green. Oh, gross! I, you know what? Is that a good movie, Jim? The whole catchphrase was Soylent Green is people. And then the movie ended. <laughs> they found out it was made out of people. Oh, it was you... like what everybody was forced to eat. Oh, no. And now we don't. Now I know the end. Now I know the twist, Jim. How am I going to go yeah. back and watch this? Spoilers. Spoilers, guys. Soylent Green is a 1973 American dystopian thriller film directed by Richard Fleischer and starring Char- Charlton Heston. That is a that is a poll that I would have never been able to get there, Jim. So congrats. My, uh, my shoulder hurts a little bit. <laughs> you had to reach back far for that one. Yeah, Norma, thank you. For, my shoulder. <laughs> thank you for the news, Jim. Sorry we're late, uh, but it's kind of your fault because that segment was forever. And uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>